When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of Chronicle, the history of NUFC. Think of this as the full stop on our 30-episode podcast series covering the entire 140-year history of Newcastle United. Episode 30 came out last week covering the period of 2019 up to January 2022. So that was Steve Bruce, the takeover, and the hopefully exciting future that lies in wait for Newcastle United. And today we're going to reflect on some of the all-time greats who've played for the club by revealing a shortlist of players from which Paul Joanneu, the club's official historian and co-host of Chronicle, is going to put his neck on the line and select his greatest all-time Newcastle United eleven. And uh, at the end, I'll reveal how you can select your all-time greatest eleven listener and where and when we'll reveal the results from fans' votes. So, Paul, thanks for doing this bonus episode for us today. What we've done is produce a shortlist of around six players in position in every position in a 4-4-2 formation, plus a manager shortlist, and we'll we'll run through the positions, the individual names, and then and then you can reveal your personal choice for each position. I've made your life difficult because I know you wanted to do this in 4-3-3, <laughs> and I've done it in 4-4-2, so selecting two uh, forwards as we're going to find out is extremely difficult um but we've tried to be as broad as possible with the shortlist mixing the uh, the 20th century and 21st century newcastle players i don't think any 19th century players made the shortlist but uh, obviously not many of us will have seen pre-world war ii players so naturally late 20th century and 21st century players are going to feature a little bit more heavily probably in fans overall 11s but that said Hopefully we've done our job and stressed how great and influential players like uh, Jimmy Lawrence, Colin Veach and Neil Harris were. So maybe they will feature in some of your team's listeners. Let's let's hope so. So, Paul, let's kick things off with uh, the goalkeeper shortlist. Um, I'll read I'll read this out. There's six names here. Ronnie Simpson, Willie McFall, Jimmy Lawrence, Pavel Cernicek and Shea Given and Tim Krull. Yeah, well, first of all, before I pick... Pick a goalkeeper. I've got to say that it's uh, very difficult to select Newcastle's greatest ever side. I, I would add that I reckon that any of these great players from eras long gone could have played in modern football. They would have been fitter than in the past, perhaps, and and and. But all of them would have adapted for sure uh, mm. because they were very special players. And in these selections, there's lots of top players, not even in the shortlist. So you know, it is a, a an extremely difficult task. But in terms of goalkeepers, I suppose that's one position that Newcastle have never really had a, a, a lot of really what you would class world class uh, goalkeepers. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, for me, um, it's a pretty easy pick, and that's Shea Given, who uh, won over a hundred caps for for his country and played four hundred and sixty-three times for Newcastle. And it would have been a bit more had it not been for a bit of a fallout when he uh, when he departed. Yeah, probably the best I've ever seen play for Newcastle. Also, a word for for Jimmy Lawrence, um, who has the the uh, record appearances, uh, and Willie McFall as well, who who won the uh, was in goal when they won the first cup 
Yeah, there's a lot of good goalkeepers, McFarlane and Lawrence, of course, uh, who won uh, the championship and uh, FA Cup finals galore in the 1900s. And Ronnie Simpson, who was um, a pretty small, he was pretty small for a goalkeeper, but you know, such a, a great career both at Newcastle and then much later as a veteran with Glasgow Celtic. Yeah. So um, you know, yes, there's some good keepers there, but Shea Given has the has the pick for me without doubt. There you go. Congratulations, Shay. You're in. So on the defence then, uh, right back, we'll start with, again, probably not blessed with um, a, a fantastic list of right backs, world class level. Maybe you'll disagree, Paul, but we have five names here. Uh, Bill McCracken, David Craig, Bobby Cowell, Irving Natris, and Warren Barton. Who have you gone for? Uh, well, I think we've been pretty well blessed in the fullback positions over the years. And uh, I've gone for Bill McCracken, who is le- a legendary figure in the game. You know, there's not many players who can say uh, was the cause of changing the football uh, rules. And, and McCracken was one of them when he when he forced a, a change in the offside law. And and he was a, a, a quite extraordinary footballer, a character, and he uh, played for Newcastle an awful long time, 444 games for the club and he gets the nod some other very good fullback bobby cowell three fa cup winners medals alongside milburn and mitchell and and david craig a a particular favorite of mine from the from the 70s and uh you know some good players in those in that position to be honest Mm -hmm. yeah and special mention for warren barton who was a guest on the show and was very briefly uh the most expensive english fullback or english defender for a time or or the, he had a, he held a he held a transfer record at newcastle until yeah, he, was, arrived. he was the the most expensive defender when he joined newcastle as a record yeah. signing but uh, he was only a record signing for about two or three days unless <laughs> Les Ferdinand beat, beat that uh, a little bit later mm-hmm. yeah so go back and listen to warren's episode and also go back to listen to episode nine where we talk about bill mccracken with harry pearson and and the uh, influence he had on the actual rules of football because he came became so adept at uh, defending and springing off side traps on to left back then, here are the names, Frank Hudspeth, Jack Carr, Alf McMichael, Frank Clark and John Beresford. Uh, well, again, some very good players in, in, in the left back position. You know, Hudspeth was for a long, long time Newcastle's choice and, and played Bill McCracken in that offside trap. Uh, Jack Carr was from the 1900s and he played for England. Alf McMichael, a very cultured, uh, classy fullback from the 1950s, FA Cup winner and a uh, for a long time, Newcastle United's most capped player, playing for Northern Ireland and, and captain of club and country. Uh, Frank Clark, partner to David Craig for many a year in the 70s, uh, very underrated, but a solid performer in, in Bears. That entertainer's lineup, he was just great going forward and uh, could join in the attack uh, frequently. Uh, I've gone for Alf McMichael. Because really the, the stuff I've read about him, uh, some of the top players of the game, including Stanley Matthews, said that he was the very best fullback he played uh, against. And uh, he could uh, raise his game against the really top defenders. And, and that goes a long way when someone like Matthews says that McMichael's uh, uh, one of the best. So uh, he gets my nod uh, to make an all-Ireland uh, fullback pairing. Yeah, of course. And an Irish goalkeeper. So, uh, centre-backs, uh, we need two names from this shortlist, Paul, of Charlie Spencer, Jack Hill, Frank Brennan, Bob Moncur, Glenn Roder, 
Philippe Albert, Jonathan Woodgate. Yeah, well, uh, the two modern or, or the two very modern players there, Albert and Woodgate, were were really exceptional. Um, you know, Albert, many many fans' favourite of of uh, that entertainer's era, and Jonathan Woodgate when he joined us, uh, had he not been injured too uh, so often, he would have become uh, uh, one of the best if not the best centre-half that we've ever had. Charlie Spencer and Jack Hill. Jack Hill captained England as well as Newcastle. And Glenn Roder was such a, a cultured, attacking defender who would have fitted the modern football uh, so well these days. Uh, but I've gone for um, Frank Brennan and Bob Moncur. You know, Frank Brennan, without doubt, you know, everybody I've spoken to and when I met the guy, uh, he was such a, a superb personality and and as a player you know he was just a rocket center half and and uh him alongside fellow scott bob moncur i'm sure would have made an absolutely brilliant uh uh center half pairing you know moncur was commanding he was organizer he was an organizer um and uh you know never say die spirit so um i've gone for frank brennan and bob moncur great choices into midfield then, this is where it starts to get interesting. Um, we've split it up into right midfield, left midfield and, and central midfield. We'll start with right midfield. The shortlist reads Jimmy Schooler, Jimmy Howie, Joe Harvey, George Wilson, Jackie Rutherford, Chris Waddle, Keith Gillespie and Norberto Solano. Well, midfield and attack are really uh, <laughs> difficult to make choices from. Um, and I would have selected uh, a 4 3 3 formation uh, to give a little bit of flexibility. And we'll come to that problem when we, we hit the attackers. Uh, but I need to pick a 4 4 2 lineup. And it's really very difficult, as I've said. But on the right of midfield, bearing in mind that long ago it was right wingers, but. but the old-style right winger has now become a, a right midfield player. And I've gone for Jackie Rutherford, who was with Newcastle United right through the Edwardian uh, Masters era and played for England, a regular with the England uh, setup. Won, uh, played in every single uh, FA Cup final and league championship side. You know, when, when a winger scores 94 goals in 336 games for the club, uh, you've got to be really at the top level. Uh, so I've gone for Rutherford, and you know, there's there's lots of other good names in there. Um, totally in contrast, Jimmy Schooler, in a in a selection I made a little while ago, I had Schooler in my midfield in a four three three lineup because I wanted some somebody with a a real gritty character on the field, and he he was a bit like Roy Keane, and uh, you know someone like that would be great in midfield, but it's uh, but he doesn't get into this four four two lineup. And there's some very other, some very decent uh, footballers there from the right of midfield, including Nobby Solano, who was brilliant for, for us over several seasons. Indeed, yeah. Switching to the left then, the left midfield shortlist reads Peter McWilliam, Bobby Mitchell, Tom McDonald, Sam Weaver, Terry Hibbert, David Ginler and Lauren Robert. Well, uh, what a list. Um, <laughs> you know, McWilliam was a class act in the 1900s. Tom McDonald, class act in the 1920s and scored lots of goals. Sammy Weaver played for England, a, a marvellous uh, midfielder. Terry Hibbert in the 70s with his left foot with uh, supplying Supermac. And then two Frenchmen, Janola and Robert, both favourites of mine and, and, uh, could, and both match winners. But to be honest, the one that stands out amongst all, all those really top players is Bobby Mitchell. I never saw him play. 
I did meet him. I actually played for his pub side on a few occasions at Cradlewell in my mm. younger days. But Bobby Mitchell, 410 appearances and 113 goals for a winger uh, who later in his career moved back in the midfield. And, and he won the Cup three times for Newcastle United and was on countless occasions the match winner. Uh, uh, so it's got to be Bobby Mitchell, Bobby Dazzler. Mm. That's a good claim to fame, playing for his pub team. Was, was he the manager or, or did he just run the pub? He just ran the pub. He, uh, he wasn't the manager of the side, uh, <laughs> but uh, he was around now and again in the pub afterwards. But uh, Very good, very good. Central midfield then. Got a list of 10 names here and we need two for your team. The list reads Colin Veach, Tony Green, Rob Lee, Will Flow, Andy Aitken, Paul Gascoigne, Ivor Oldchurch, Gary Speed, Johan Kabai, Hatem Ben Arthur. Yeah, it gets it's starting to get really difficult. There's one or two early players there. Colin Veach, of course, played right through the 1900s and a very famous uh, Novo Castrin alongside Wolf Lowe and Andy Aitken, who's the earliest of all our selection. Uh, he started in the in the 1890s. Later, we've got Ivor Church, superb Welsh international schemer. And then uh, later, more up to modern times, Johan uh, Kabai and Gary Speed, Ben Arthur, and of course, Paul Gascoigne, who didn't stay an awful long time at Newcastle, but of course became a, a huge star. But I've gone for, for two real box-to-box players who've got energy and could score goals, uh, Rob Lee uh, and Tony Green. Um, mm-hmm. I would have had Peter Beardsley in this midfield, in central midfield, but unfortunately he's in the uh, forward attacking options. So I mm-hmm. couldn't put Peter in, but Tony Green's a, a more than adequate replacement. Uh, probably my uh, all-time favourite player from the time I've watched Newcastle since 1965. Rob Lee, a bit underrated uh, to many outside Newcastle, but during those Premier League years when he was playing, you know, he couldn't do anything wrong at Newcastle, 381 appearances and 56 goals. So I've gone for, for Lee and Green in the centre of midfield. Yeah, two great cho- great choices and uh, very difficult, but it's about to get more difficult as we move on to the forwards. It's pretty much impossible to pick uh, just two from this incredible list that we've, we've whittled down to 12 legends. We can only have two. It's a 4-4-2 formation. Brutal, I know. Um, but but it just shows the calibre of forwards that we've had at, at Newcastle over the decade. So let me rest, read this uh, list out of some amazing names here, starting with Albert Shepard, Neil Harris, Huey Gallagher, Jackie Milburn, George Robledo, Len White, Malcolm MacDonald, Kevin Keegan, Peter Beardsley, Andy Cole, Les Ferdinand and Alan Shearer. Yeah, uh, it, it is uh, impossible to select only two Um and as I said before, I would have had three up front with Peter Beardsley <laughs> selected, who would, of course, also be able to drop back in the midfield. But uh, in reality, he doesn't even get selected because he's not in the midfield choice and he's not, and he doesn't get one of the two places in, in the attacking side, uh, which is uh, absolutely dreadful because Peter is just a, you know, next to Tony Green, my favourite uh, Newcastle player. But, Sorry, uh, Peter. He's, Sorry, he's, he's joined with with good company because Jackie Milburn doesn't even get in either. So uh, it's a real uh, problem area. But my two picks are Huey Gallagher and Alan Shearer, and uh, nobody can tell me that Gallagher cannot be in the Newcastle United uh, all-time great uh, eleven. 
um, because of his his record, both at St James's Park and elsewhere at Newcastle, 143 goals in only 174 games, and then his overall career record, you know, 463 goals in 624 matches. So you know, and he was one of the the all-time greats of football. And uh, what more can be said about Alan Shearer, the the you know the the modern top centre forward by uh, many a mile. You know, he was the ideal leader um, up front and Newcastle United's all-time record goal scorer with 206 goals. So those two uh, are my attacking spearhead. Um, and as I say, no Jackie Milburn, no Malcolm McDonald, uh, no Peter Beardsley. It's, it's uh, uh, remarkable, really. <laughs> it's tough, it's tough. But uh, we'll let you have some some impact subs, Paul. You can have seven subs. A goalkeeper, two defenders, two midfielders and, and two forwards. If we allowed you that bench, who would who would make it? Right. Um well Willie McFall is the is the, the goalkeeper and the two defenders, centre half Jack Hill, who captained Club and Country, and David Craig, such a cultured uh, right back. Uh, in midfield, Ivor Alchurch, who was um, a, a great midfielder, creator, and Jimmy Schooler, when we needed some uh, some physicality and some grit on the field, he could come on and uh, uh, do his thing, thing and, and also spray balls around the field like he could. And up front, great choice of substitutes, but I've got Peter Beardsley and Jackie Milburn, and uh, you know, Beardsley could also obviously come on for midfield. Uh, in Melbourne, although usually recognised as a centre forward, could also play on the wing as well. So um, we had a very, we've got a very versatile substitutes bench there. Yes, heck of a bench, heck of a bench. And lastly, a manager. We've um, we've put a shortlist together of five names. Again, this isn't very easy. Um, the, the names we have are Frank Watt, Joe Harvey, Kevin Keegan, Sir Bobby Robson, and Rafa Benitez. Yeah, well, Frank Watt wasn't really a manager as we knew it. Today, uh, he was a, a secretary manager, if you like, uh, a chief executive, we would call them today. So uh, he doesn't really figure in my list of actually managing a football team. Uh, the others, Joe Harvey, long-time servant in Newcastle and Newcastle's most successful manager, to be frank. Kevin Keegan, uh, what can you say about Kev? Great entertainers and, and all that. Rafa and... Uh, Bobby Robson and uh, my picks are Bobby Robson because he uh, of what he has done in football and his experience and his know-how and uh, the respect everybody had for him and he produced a very good lineup at Newcastle United. He did, yes, good choice, not an easy choice, but Bobby Robson is your manager. So I'll quickly run through your team, Paul. Remind listeners who you went for. So in goal you picked Shea Given, right back Bill McCracken, left back Alf McMichael, centre backs of Frank Brennan and Bob Moncur. The midfield you went for, right midfield, Jackie Rutherford, left midfield, Bobby Mitchell, central midfielders, Tony Green, Rob Lee, and then up front, Huey Gallagher and Alan Shearer. So, there we have it. Newcastle United's uh, official club historian, Paul Joannews, picked his ultimate Newcastle United eleven In 4-4-2, it would be slightly different if the 4-3-3 formation was allowed. Um, he's picked his manager and his subs. That's a very considered team, and uh, based on 60 Sixty plus years of watching the team, Paul. Plus, plus many, uh, many, many yeah, years. Nineteen sixty-four. So uh, whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, and 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 of course, many years spent writing and researching all the eras that went before it. Uh, just a bit of fun, of course, to round off the series. But uh, now it's over to the to the listeners. 
we're uh, we're going to invite as many fans as possible to pick their ultimate Newcastle eleven in four four two from the shortlists we've discussed. There's a link in the show notes where you can find an article I've written for this episode, and within that is a special interactive form where you can log your selection. So get voting, and uh, I'll reveal fans eleven next week on ChronicleLive.co.uk. There won't be a episode of Chronicled, but there will be an article next Wednesday online. So keep an eye out for that. Make sure you follow our Twitter at ChronicleNUFC. Follow me too at Ketchell on Twitter. I'll tweet a link from both of those handles next week to the article that reveals fans' choices. So, Paul, that's officially that. Uh, Chronicled, the history of Newcastle United. I I will say that Chronicled may be back in a slightly different format later in 2022, so perhaps not technically the end, but the series is over for now. So thanks, everyone, for listening and sharing links and feedback and sending questions and anecdotes and of course thanks to all of our special guests um i'd like to say a special thanks to paul brown alex jackson dan jackson harry pearson stephen allett bill swan alan candlish michael chaplin bob monker malcolm mcdonald john gibson rob mason john anderson mark corby lee clark warren barton keith gillespie olivia bernard mark douglas and Lee Ryder. And lastly, Paul, very special thanks to you for agreeing to do this uh, with me. It's been amazing to listen to your expertise every week. It's been a labour of love, for sure, at, at times, but I uh, hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. Yep, yeah, yeah, it's been a pleasure. Very interesting, and uh, I've got to look, look forward to the future now and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll reconvene in 10 years' time and, 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 and take us up to 100, 150 years. Uh, but I definitely have a bigger appreciation for the history of the club now and a much rounder knowledge of it and i hope you do as well listener that was that was the main aim of course we encourage you to stay subscribed to the everything is, is black and white podcast via whichever platform you choose to listen to your podcasts on and yes chronicled is done for the time being but there's loads of new shows on our platform to listen to every week so keep an ear out for them and if you can uh, if you want to listen back and or watch back video versions of chronicle you can do so Uh, They're all uploaded to our YouTube channel, which is called the EIBW Podcast. And if you've enjoyed listening to Chronicled, please, could you leave us a five-star review on iTunes? It would be great to read those and the five-star rating on there and on Spotify will really help the podcast massively. So if you have a minute to do that, we'd appreciate it. And of course, stay up to date with all the Newcastle United news that we put out on Chronicle Live by subscribing to our daily Newcastle United newsletters, completely free. And there's a link to sign up in the show notes if you tap that. Select Sport Newcastle United Updates, enter your email address, you'll be signed up to receive all our best Newcastle United content from Chronicle Live every single day. So lastly, yeah, thank you so much for listening to this special bonus episode of Chronicled, the history of Newcastle United, with me, Matt Ketchell, and Paul Joanne.